the definition of the word jam. To pack something tightly. A machine seizing or becoming stuck. A sweet preserve made from fruit. A common sense radio talk show. The Morning Jam. Everybody, it is Monday. Starting your day off with a little Gladys night. There are worse ways to start out a Monday morning, I would think. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Hope you accomplished much. I did. I accomplished a lot over the weekend. There was much to accomplish. You had a lot to accomplish. I still got more. This is going to be a long week. Yeah, well, you have to be out when? End of the month, no, but I get, um, this week is the, I get to, I close this week. Oh, okay, so lots to do. I won't say when for, like, right. someone's not coming to rob me, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Granted, if they go to my new house, there's probably nothing in it right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, <laughs> nothing's there, so there's that. Uh, here's your thought of the day for this Monday, Martin Luther King Day. Strive not to be a success, but rather to be a value, because those are not the same things. You can be a value and still be a success, but you can also be a success by world standards and not really be of much value. I won't use any examples of that right now. Um, Here is your Mind Jam trivia. Today's Mind Jam trivia is about a cookie. It became the third most popular cookie in America starting in 1992. It's over a century old and was originally considered a bit more of a cake than a cookie. What cookie are we talking about? Oh, I know what this is then. 434-248-0704. Third most popular cookie in America. There's so many good cookies. See, number one is chocolate chip. Duh. Number two, I'm going to go with a reason on number two. Really? Either that or the the sugar cookie. Mm. So I think this is a... I can tell you the Oreo is in the top three. Oh, oh, okay. So they're branded. All right, now yes. I know. Okay, and then I I know what 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 it is. Then so Oreo and chocolate chip probably one and two. Um, could be. It could be. It. I think. I think it has the initials of FN. I'll just leave it. At I didn't say it was good. I just said it. It's a pot. If it if you're going if they're brands in this list. Then you have to pick... That's like the worst cookie ever. I understand that, but... It's a very polarizing cookie that you've selected. I don't want to be wrong. I want to be right. 434-248-0704. What do you think is the third most popular cookie in America? Over a century old and was originally considered more of a cake than a cookie. Although I think a lot of cookies started out that way. So we'll have the answer coming up in just a little bit. Uh, here on the Morning Jam. So on this day in history, there was, in 1941, there was a warning of U.S. Vice Admiral Bellinger warning of an assault on Pearl Harbor. This is like almost a year before Pearl Harbor is attacked. I didn't know this. And I'm pretty interested in history. 
So I, I, I don't know. He wasn't the only one who, who said, you move us to Pearl Harbor, you're opening us up to attacks from Japan. But America did it anyway. Man, was Biden around then? Because it sounds like something he would do. He might be. I know. Seriously, probably. Uh, in 1974, the book Jaws is published by Doubleday. And it would only be a couple of years later that it became a huge movie success with Steven Spielberg. In 1981, boxer Leon Spinks is mugged to the point that his assailants even take his gold teeth. That's embarrassing. If you're a boxer... And they beat you up so bad and they even take your gold teeth. That is not a bright shining moment right there. And then in 1988, this is the song that is the top of the Billboard charts. Yes, it is. A whole lot of spending money. George Harrison had the number one song on this day in history in 1988. we got lots of birthdays today. If it's your birthday, you share it with singer Ronnie Millsap. He turns 80 years old today. Stranger in my house Somebody here trying to take her away from me Also having a birthday today is uh, director and composer John Carpenter he turns 75 years old today, probably best known for Halloween, maybe. I watched this for the first time this year. I was always too scared to watch it. It really wasn't that bad, if I'm being honest. It wasn't bad at all. It does a lot of scary themes. As you would expect from a man who makes scary movies, I guess. Uh, also having a birthday today is actress Debbie Allen. She turned 73 years old today. Of course, she made it big with the movie and, well, and I think the TV show Fame. You want to become a dancer? You're going to have to work. Work your little tights off. You've got big dreams. You want fame. Well, fame costs. And right here is where you start paying. Indeed. Uh, also, model Kate Moss is turning 49 years old. Here's her sound clip. You know what that is? It's the sound of her not eating. <laughs> she probably never eats. I'm just guessing by looking at her. She turns 49 years old today. And then country singer Jim Stafford. I love him. He's so funny. He is 79 years old today. Killers took a step toward Patty. Said it's time I gunned you down. But he slipped in something that was laying in the street and was shot before he hit the ground. <laughs> the killer slipped, and it cost him his life. And Patty said as she roared out of town, you've got to watch your step, and you know the chips are down. Oh, my God. I love him. Also having a birthday today is uh, radio host Dr. Laura Schlesinger. She is best known probably as just simply Dr. Laura. She is turning 76 years old. And then one of the gals from Info, Maxine Jones, is turning 64. Be 
Also having a birthday today is our final birthday singer Sade is turning 64 years old today. One of my favorite things that uh, that Mark Lamb used to say to me, if things were getting a little bit funky, he would say, go in there and Sade that. Go go, go Sade that. <laughs> Work that out. Smooth that out with somebody. He said that a lot. All right, back to our Mind Jam trivia today. We're talking cookies this morning. And uh, it, this cookie became the third most popular cookie in America starting in 1992, even though it's over a century old. And was originally considered more of a cake. What cookie are we talking about? Uh, several people have guessed the oatmeal cream pie. That's Oof. a good guess. That's a, Would you consider that a cookie, though? Exactly. Is it a cookie or is it a cake? It's a but that, I, I just consider it an oatmeal cream. It's a pie, technically, because that's what they call it. So. Is it? But it's not a pie. I, uh, I'm telling you. A uh, pie is but like I do a love cherry it. pie. I mean, that's true. So, um, but uh, it's a difficult question. I could eat an oatmeal cream pie right now. Oh, that's so good. Cause see, I but I like hey. I like a good oatmeal cookie. A good oatmeal, oatmeal raisin from oh. the bakery oh. is amazing. Not those I funky mean, ones you buy in the store, but yeah, I agree. Snickerdoodle, I could crush. But I, 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 I my could, son loves Snickerdoodles. I could crush. But I will say this: Nick Saban, who's the greatest college football coach of all time, has won you know six national championships. You know his breakfast every day? What two oatmeal pies? Really? Yep. Is it really? <laughs> Every day. <laughs> I mean, that's a, a pretty good fly. Okay, it seems I to work. Love, I love an oatmeal cream pie. I do not love the little funky raisin, whatever those things are. Uh, those mm. those those are yucky. Don't Every like day. Uh, Dale said white chocolate chip, but only to annoy me. Mm. But I will tell you, I like a, a hazelnut, uh, no, uh, macadamia uh, white chocolate. Double I'm okay. chocolate. I'm okay with that. So we're, we're getting uh, lots of guesses. I think it's the Fig Newton. Okay, I think that's I my think guess. I think that's disgusting, but I don't necessarily disagree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll have the answer coming up. Thanks for joining us on this Monday. If you are off today for Martin Luther King Day, good for you. Lucky, lucky you. Yeah, we'll be back. The Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Hi, gang. <laughs> Big Fig here with that great new dance, the Newton. <laughs> Hit it, Hal. Gooey, gooey, rich and chewy inside. Golden, flaky, tender, cakey outside. Wrap the inside and the outside. Is it good? Darn tootin' doing the Big Fig. Newton is the tricky part. The Big Fig. Newton. One more time. Look at you getting it right. That's two in a row. Today, that is two in a row. Our question with Mind Jam Trivia was about a cookie. Uh, third most popular cookie in America starting in 1992. I re- I find that difficult to believe, but okay. Um, it's over a century old. It was originally considered more of a cake because I think in Britain they were like fig rolls. was what they were called. And we were talking about the Fig Newton. I think it's... I may dislike Fig Newtons more than I dislike white chocolate. Don't give Dale that ammo. It's okay. 
He's just going to start sending you photos that's of okay. Fig Newtons. If, if he can, that's fine. If he sends me Fig Newtons, I'll just give them to my husband because he eats them before every workout. I'm like, have you been bad? Is that It's not bad enough that you're working out every day. You have to punish yourself with Fig Newtons. It's a very polarizing cookie. I wouldn't do either of those things. <laughs> Work out or eat a Fig Newton. Yeah, I just don't like... Hey. I mean, I, I use fig preserves in some recipes. I've got like a balsamic fig thing that i do with pork sometimes but as far as a fig newton no thank you that's yucky so there you go maybe some of you guys like it apparently you either love it or you're like me where you're just like well clearly no it's thanks. popular why why is it popular it's a brand oh jeez i don't know uh let me give you your uh phone numbers that you need today. Our toll-free number is 866-916-3776 and our text number is 434-248-0704. I don't think branding is going to make it taste any better. And and it was Toll House, Oreos, and Fig Newtons. That was the the order. Toll House, so I was right. Chocolate chip, Oreo. Right. Yes. Man, I was like, Something like I just that. like went three for three. Perfect. Damn. Yeah, maybe I just, I don't know. As you can I'm tell. I'm not fond of, of any of those. I'm an expert on cookies. I uh, got it. I got it. Uh, so catching you updated, uh, getting you updated on some of the things that happened over the weekend. Uh, an investigation is underway after a man was pulled from the New River off of Clarks Ferry Road in Pulaski. Um, so it was, uh, it was, it was pulled out of the New River. An investigation is underway there they're not giving us a whole lot of details with that um the body was taken to the medical examiner's office in roanoke for further investigation there uh gas prices are up 13 cents from last month but diesel prices have gone down i'm not sure why that is but that's what they're saying a uh, driver was injured after a vehicle rolled over and caught fire near Wintergreen. That happened yesterday on Beach Grove Road. Um, they say the single vehicle accident resulted in a rollover and fire. Uh, the driver did get assisted by some good Samaritans and escaped the vehicle before the department arrived. So uh, hopefully, you know, they're going to be okay there. We have some interesting national stories to talk about today, just when you think Hunter Biden couldn't become more of a dirtbag than he already is, he is. So we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, he he has officially sunk to an all new low. Uh, you, do you remember the story? And I, you're not as as big into politics, but um, he fathered a daughter with London Roberts, and he did not want to acknowledge the child. He de- um, demanded a paternity test and all that stuff. Of course, it came back that he was the father, doesn't want to pay child support, and doesn't want the child to take his, his last name and had some pretty choice words to say about that. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, an exciting story about a mother who thwarted a kidnapping attempt. Um, very brave mother there. That was in uh, Iowa. And she stopped a duo from kidnapping her son. Uh, 
So we're going to be talking about that in a little bit. Uh, they were they were on a skywalk, and they just tried to to take the kid. Uh, it was a man and a woman who who tried to just steal the child, and uh, Mama shut it down with a uh, a gun that she had legally, and she shut that down real quick. Now in Virginia, you might not be able to do that. Because Virginia lawmakers are introducing some gun reform bills, including bans on guns in public places. So, uh, State Senator Jennifer Boisco introduced a bill that would make it a Class 1 misdemeanor if people do not store firearms and ammunition in locked containers, compartment, or cabinet at a residence where a minor is present. Uh, State Senator Dave Marsden introduced a bill to make it a civil penalty of no more than $500 for people who leave their firearm in a motor vehicle unattended. Uh, State Senator, oh, he's my favorite, Joseph Morrissey, pillar of the community, the one who, you know, got his uh, 17-year-old receptionist pregnant, later married her. He introduced a bill that would ban the sale of an assault firearm and large-capacity ammunition feeding devices as defined by Senate Bill 918. They are wasting no time. Who knew Woody Allen was in our state Senate? Seriously. Joseph Morrissey. State Senator Chap Peterson introduced a bill requiring any firearm industry member that sells, manufactures, distributes, and markets firearms to comply with a standard of responsible conduct as defined by the bill. The bill creates civil liability if a person suffers harm because of firearm industry's members' violation of the provisions of the bill. That's going to encourage people to come do business here. Good job, chap. Adam Evan introduced a bill to ban the carrying of certain uh, semi-automatic rifles, pistols, and shotguns on any public street, road, alley, sidewalk, or public right-of-way, or in any public park that is open to the public. Good luck with that, Adam. Then State Senator Scott Serville introduced Bill 1067 to provide various factors that a judge or magistrate shall consider for the purpose of determining probable cause prior to issuing an emergency substantial risk order or a, subs- or a substantial risk order. How about we just enforce the rules that we have now? How about we just do that? You guys better be talking to your representatives about some of these, especially Adams and chaps not good 866-916-3776 is our uh, our toll-free number you can call us anywhere put us in your phone we would like for you to do that also uh still it's not going away he's trying to downplay it but uh, the president's still getting asked a lot of questions about those uh documents that he wasn't supposed to have. Strategists are talking about the impact that this could have on the 2024 White House race. They're calling it quite the debacle there. Um, so uh, we'll see how that goes. There were a lot of good memes over the weekend talking about it. So that was interesting. 
Um, also, there has been a quiet removal of NBC News president, and that's raising some eyebrows as NBC has had some issues. We're going to go to the phone lines now. Good morning. You're on the Morning Jam. Hey, good morning. It's Eric. Hi, Eric. Um, hey, there was a significant change in uh, the ATF's rules that dropped Friday afternoon. Uh-huh. And if if your listeners aren't actively involved in keeping up on gun news, uh, they could they could be in for a shock. Um, have you heard the term pistol braces? Yeah. Uh, basically, it's a it's a workaround that's been on the books for years where instead of having to register a short barreled rifle, a rifle with a barrel less than 16 inches, Uh you classify it as a pistol and put this modified looking brace on the back instead of quote unquote a stock. Well, it was a known workaround and the ATF signed off on it years ago. And there's over 40, probably 40 million of these things in circulation. Oh Lord. The ATF, the ATF under the Biden administration changed that rule where everything is an SBR now and it has to be registered just like a silencer. And you've got 120 days to register, otherwise it's a... Yes? You're good, you're good. Oh, okay. Uh, Otherwise it's a felony. Um, Wow. Now, of course, this is going to be brought to court immediately, Mm -hmm. but... If someone just went in, especially like a female or a smaller stature person, and bought an, an AR pistol because it fit them well, right. they might not even know that in 120 days, if a state trooper with a bad attitude pulls them over and it's in the car, they could be committing a felony. Thank um, you so much for calling in. we got to go to break, but we appreciate your call. Thank you, Eric. All right. Bye-bye. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. Dry today, but rain chances return on Tuesday. I'm meteorologist Bradford Ambrose. Mainly dry today with high temperatures generally into the 50s with increasing cloud cover. Rain chances arrive by Tuesday morning. We'll see most of that shower activity pushing out by mid to late morning with increasing sunshine. Warm with high temperatures into the 50s and 60s. We're dry on Wednesday with more rain chances arriving through the day on Thursday. Currently, we have 29 degrees in Lynchburg, 30 in Bedford, 31 in Roanoke and Salem, 23 in Danville, 29 in Appomattox, 27 in Amherst. And uh, welcome to the Morning Jam. We're glad that you guys are joining us this morning. Now, last week, we were talking a lot about um, our, our electric bills and how it seems like some people are seeing just outrageous bills Others, maybe, you know, not as as much. We've certainly seen an increase, but we've got uh, Dedra on the line. And this bill is, and I asked I ask you all to, to share, you know, your bills if you were comfortable with it. I could not believe your electric bill. Uh, neither could I. <laughs> I mean, um, uh, for, I, first I of all, was... do you mind telling us how many... Do you have a big family? I mean, do you have a lot of people using electricity? Well, or? I, you know, I had, uh, well, there are four of us in the household. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's I guess, it's a bigger house. Like, you know, you would. Well, I mean, uh, I would say I so. I don't know. I a family home is going to usually be about four home. people. Yeah. Right. So there are four of us, and I had two extra people come for 
four days over Christmas. Okay. Um, and I don't put and I don't put on a big you know like a, you know some people do a big electrical display out front and whatever. I don't do that. Um, you know, I mean, I had up. I think you know a strand of a hundred lights. I, I probably had six of them up in the house. That's it. And but you Christmas weren't doing tree. a lot of so not, extra laundry or, or I, I mean, no, all right, so, so let's, really. let's no. tell them, I feel like I need a drum roll. So your, your power oh, yeah, bill that is, came in was $921.08, yes. almost $1,000. Yes. Did you, right. uh, good for you month. not having a heart attack. I think I would have. Well, well, I was close to it. I'm sure, I'm <laughs> sure you were. Like, no, this isn't right. <laughs> so, I, you know, it was it was about two hundred dollars in October, and then it doubled in November. Now the rates went up November first, okay. so it doubled. I had a four hundred dollar bill in November, and which I is was horrible. Like, Whoa, yeah. Well, I guess that's about what it has been at its very, very, very worst. Um, was four hundred, and I thought for just for November now and then and then it more than doubled now we had that cold snap I don't know whether you know I have my my thermometer set at about 69 to 70 um in the house but uh, you know (laughs) it's not like I'm running the heat at 78 so I don't know what happened but that that bill just was I, I'm not sure what to do with it. I, I'm looking at it saying, my I, goodness, I, what's it going to be I'm in this an, month? I'm in another, yeah, like you're in another world or something. I remember when I first moved to Lynchburg, of course, I was super young. Um, and I had had an apartment before, but I was in an apartment that had baseboard heat. And I remember getting the first bill and looking at it and going, nope. And and I just had to I turned off I turned off everything I I mean I had to my sister gave me a, a, yeah. a heated blanket that year for Christmas I almost kissed her full on the mouth I was so happy that I could heat the bed up and then turn it off I mean a nine hundred and twenty one dollar electricity bill is unbelievable that's just crazy yeah it it's it's just crazy to me and I'm I'm worried because I say well you know what's it going to be next month? Because it's been um, fairly you know, so mild, except for that one it, it, cold snap we had. That cold snap. So I've turned down the, you know, my thermostats even more. I've unplugged everything, you know, and right. we're, I'm, I'm turning on my, my gas fireplace, and we're sitting in the, the great room with that, although I, it sounds like that might be taken away from me. Right. Point, so. <laughs> oh, no, never fear. Biden has come come to allay your fears about your gas stove. We're still not addressing fentanyl oh, and the border, dear. but he is consoling you about your, your gas, and I think he did that uh from a room where he was sitting in front of gas logs warming himself so you know the, that that came out this weekend as well well uh, god bless Wonder you what his electric bill was i know he doesn't pay one i'm sure we're gonna have to get you family snuggies maybe we can get matching snuggies for everyone uh so there you go i'm very sorry that you've got a bill like this that's terrible thank you for for letting us know though have a great day it's uh, chilly good, uh-huh. good lord i mean can you even imagine a 900 dollars electricity bill i can't even wrap my head around that there would be rioting in the streets my friend
I think she wins. She wins the uh, the award for... Does she really win? Well, but I'm just saying... <laughs> I think she loses. I need to provide her with something. Unless somebody can beat that bill, that is unbelievable for just a, a family home. That is crazy. Our uh, number, 866-916-3776. She texted her uh, her little bill in to me. You can do that as well if you want. Uh, 434-248-0704. Uh, Leia said, when was the last time Biden even saw an electric bill because the taxpayers pay for his bill? It's been decades and decades. But that's true for most of these people. They don't know what it's like to open up a $1,000 electric bill. For a family of four? They don't have any idea. We have uh, another caller on the line. Good morning. You're on the morning jam. Hi. Hey, Jenny. Good morning. How are you? Hey, um, not too bad. Um, did, did Ralph Northam, Ralph Northam uh, did some shady stuff for his, uh, our environmental stuff and blah, blah, blah that caused the electric bills to go up i think i do believe i remember that um i don't know maybe you can remember but i'm pretty sure he did a bunch of crap to to make it so the electric bills went up um with this environmental crap that they have um and you know i i'm just beyond myself with the thinking on this um the uh, those windmills up there aren't they I think it's like seven whales and dead because of the offshore wind farms or something. I don't and then know. Not, not to mention you got the cobalt being mined by slave labor in Congo. I listened to a podcast with a guy on Joe Rogan, and so it's this stuff is not. Well, I don't. I don't know how they think. Safe. I don't know how they think a family of four is going to pay a thousand dollar electric bill. How are you going to go from you know a, a two hundred dollar electric bill to a thousand dollar electric bill and and that's sustainable? I don't I don't see how they they get. Well, that. this is and mine only went up ten dollars, but I'm on a budget plan. Oh, and, um, <laughs> so yours may come later. But yeah, it may. But yeah. I mean, I. I just think all of this environmental crap is actually the cobalt they're mining. They got kids working in the Congo for but like a dollar hour. That's like the way it's kids. always been. Same thing with these, you know, these lithium batteries and and all of this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 just all a shell game. It's ridiculous. Hey, we got yeah, more callers well, on the line. Thank uh, you, thank you, Jen. Thank, thanks for thanks for calling in this morning. Um, We've got Walt on the line now. We've been talking about, uh, had a, a listener call in about the new uh, ATF rules that went into effect on Friday. Good morning, Walt. Hi, good morning, Jim. Hi. So uh, we appreciate you joining us this morning. Uh, it seems like this slipped in on us pretty pretty quickly, but there's a lot of that going on lately. Um, so tell us a little bit about what changes were were made with these ATF rules that people need to be aware of? Well, it's been in the making for a while. ATF right. proposed this ruling, and they had uh, uh, several months for people to buy into it or criticize it, and ATF responded. And they issued this Friday, and it'll probably be published uh, tomorrow in the Federal Register. And 120 days from that, 
people have, or up until 120 days, people have the opportunity to have several different options to exercise. And if they want to keep their short-barreled rifles with pistol braces on them, they have to uh, submit uh, proper paperwork electronically with ATF. And long story short is that the ATF is saying that a lot of these AR pistols that are out there that have pistol braces are subject to the National Firearms Act of 1934. Any barrel less than 16 inches has to have a tax stamp associated with it for $200. And you go through a registration process that can take up to six to nine months, some people up to a year. And ATF uh, is saying, well, okay, there's this ruling that uh, was issued that, uh, you know, there's some ambiguity about that ATF created. Uh, some of the pistol brace makers said, hey, look, uh, can we have these weapons uh, sh- uh, shouldered on occasion? And ATF said, sure. A lot of people took that, uh, 10 to 40 million people took that as leeway to say, okay, we'll shoulder these weapons on occasion too. And so, therefore, you know, maybe 10 to 40 million of these weapons out there that are less than 16 inches in length that are being shouldered pretty much all the time. And ATF is saying, wait, wait, time out. We never intended for this to happen. It's a skirt around of the National Firearms Act. So we're going to issue this regulation to clarify what uh, is going on with these pistol-braced AR-15s, and therefore they're subject to the National Firearms Act. So that's what they issued Friday, and like I said, it'll probably be published uh, tomorrow on the Federal Register. In 120 days from that, people have options to either surrender those weapons to the ATF, uh, get the uh, waiver of the tax stamp, register those weapons, and then uh, replace uh, the short barrel that they have with a 16-inch barrel and a couple of other provisions on there. But uh, basically, uh, people are looking at this as a means of uh, an effort by the government to confiscate ar 15s to create a national registry. So, I mean, if you want to keep your weapon, if you don't, uh, and you say, well, I'm just not going to uh, abide by this regulation, then there's a 10-year felony attached to it associated with the National Firearms Act, a willful violation of that. Well, and of course, you know, we know the bad guys aren't going to register it. We, you know, that's that's going to be a given. No. Chances are those aren't legal anyway. Um, my concern, so could there could there be anyone out there who is uh, unaware or most people, this is an aftermarket addition to, to most guns? It is. It okay. Is. All it right. Is. Okay. Uh, yeah. A lot of people are unaware of this. A lot of people don't particularly follow the news. They're not really following the gun forums. Uh, this has lit up the gun forums. I do AR-15 builds for a living. And, uh, you know, Marco Galbraith with T4 Tactics, he's frequently on your show, and he and I are going to be doing a workshop probably sometime in February about this, about what this means mm-hmm. to gun owners. But uh, there are a lot of people who won't. Uh, they won't never know about this because, like right. I said, they don't uh, run on those channels. They have one, and they like them, but uh, they're not going to know about this provision. And that's a slippery slope for a lot of people because they're going to be made felons overnight. Uh, if they don't get that within the 120-day period to get the ball rolling, and not only do you have to register electronically, but you have to get fingerprinted, you have to get a passport size photo, and I think those can be uploaded electronically atf is working on that but doj issued a ton department of justice issued a 294 page uh, ruling on this in conjunction with atf so 
So they're citing the National Firearms Act, a lot of studies that they did, and they're really backing this up. But you know, the Biden administration did say that, well, there are two short-barreled, uh, well, I should say pistol-braced AR-15s with short barrels on them that were used in active shooting situations. Well, a lot of guns are used in active shooting situations. It's not necessarily the fall of the gun. It's the person behind it. So basically... Well, and as we know, one of the biggest issue, yeah. one of the biggest headlines we've had over the past few mm-hmm. months, uh, didn't use a gun at all. They used a knife, and they took out four college well, students. Well, absolutely. So let's ban knives, too. I mean, where does it end? Right. And, you know, that's a lot of heartburn over this. And there are going to be lawsuits to counter this. The uh, NRA is already, you know, uh, revved up. They're going to file, you know, within a couple of days, I imagine. And then also uh, the uh, National Shooting Sports uh, foundation they're going to be filing as well and a lot of other groups uh, those groups you know by the way do need to be funded with donations because uh, they don't have the resources of the uh, federal government attorneys so it's going to be interesting and uh, atf and doj's main argument is that we're not creating new law and that's what a lot of the guns uh, forums are saying that they're creating new law well ATF's position and DOJ's position says, no, we're just uh, interpreting the National Firearms Act of 1934, and you know, these pistol brace weapons are a way to skirt around that. And uh, that's the main argument. And did ATF add to this? Yes, they did, because as I said earlier, the like SB Tactical, they make a lot of pistol braced uh, uh, pistol braces for AR-15s with short barrels. Mm-hmm. And the original intent behind this was for handicapped individuals, I should add that, because they have Velcro straps on them, and somebody came back uh, from the Iraq War, Afghanistan, or wherever, or just were, was involved in an accident uh, in the United States, and they're able to shoot these weapons with these short barrels on there. They're lighter in weight because they're short barrels, and they can shoot them effectively because they are handicapped well, and like I said, ATF said, well, okay, they can be shouldered on occasion as well, and that's where the Pandora's box was open. Right. Uh, ATF added to that because a lot of people went out and said, okay, I'll just shoulder this on occasion, wink, wink, and they're shouldering them all the time. And that's ATF's argument. I'm not supporting that argument, but uh, there may but be that is the argument. And we also have yeah. a lot of um, uh, Virginia lawmakers putting out some gun reform bills as well. Um well, there, you know, there are. And, yeah. uh, it's going to it's going to be interesting because there's talk too. Well, uh, Governor Yunkin can step into this and uh, say, "Look, uh, and I'm this sure is not will. going to happen in the state of Virginia." And uh, if ATF if you try to do search and arrest warrants related to this, uh, I'm going to uh, talk to my AG, and we're going to talk to all the sheriffs, and uh, uh, there may be a clash of the titans involved here. I don't know how that's going to pan out. That's a political arena, but also right. it's a legal arena. Mm-hmm. That's in support of the Second Amendment and uh, with Governor Young. It'll be interesting to see what he has to say about this. Uh, but it's going to be litigated, and uh, the problem is for a lot of gun owners, they're not going to know about this. Right. And they risk uh, perhaps uh, losing their constitutional right to carry or their God-given right to carry uh, under the circumstances that they don't file within that 120 days and they keep those uh, uh, weapons uh, that's going to be an ugly situation, and uh, well, we're going to going to pan out. We'll do our best to to make sure that uh, that that people are aware. We appreciate so much mm-hmm. you calling in and uh, giving bet. us your expertise this morning. Thank you. All right, you bet. All right, uh, we're going to come back with our five and dine. We'll have that uh, on the way here on the morning jam. Good morning.
The Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working very hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. So today we are going to be making flautas. Have you ever had flautas? No. They're delicious. You will love them. Uh, one of the things I like to do on occasion is I like to take chicken breast. Uh, sometimes I'll do a mixture of chicken breast and chicken thighs, and I'll pour salsa over them, and I'll cook them in my Instant Pot or my slow cooker until I've got a nice shreddable chicken. Now, that's great on a taco salad. It's great for soft tacos. Uh, it's also great in these flautas, which is what you're going to do today you're going to uh, take that shredded salsa chicken you're going to add in a little bit of sour cream some green chilies Uh, you can put a little bit of uh, shredded cheese in there if you want to you like things spicy throw in some uh, some cayenne in there as well and then you're going to lay out a flour tortilla and you're going to put about three tablespoons of that filling along the bottom third of the tortilla and then you're going to roll it up and you're going to store it seam size down. So make up as many of those as your filling will allow. And then you're just going to pan fry them. Uh, Heat your your nonstick pan, uh, put a little bit of oil in there, and then you're just going to put them seam side down, and you're just going to fry them into these crispy, crunchy, little yummy things. Now, I like to bake them in the oven. You can preheat your oven to 425, put them on a bake rack, and I just brush them with olive oil and bake them for about uh, 20 minutes and they basically look like taquitos and then you just top them with all your favorite things you can put uh, shredded uh, lettuce and your sour cream and some avocado or guacamole some uh, tomatoes it's a really delicious uh, dish and one of the things I really love to do is put pickled red onions so if you slice red onions really thinly and uh and you just pickle them do a quick pickle and some red vine vinegar and put those on top they're delicious as well if you think you might want to give this a try it's super easy dinner's on the table in 30 minutes all you got to do is check out janet's five and dime by going to facebook type in janet's five and dime you'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share brought to you by fnl market where their meats are cut above Coming up at the top of the hour, we are going to have uh, Bill Trefiro in. He'll take a look at all the information that you need to get your Monday morning started uh, from the south side, Roanoke, Lynchburg. And then we're going to be taking a closer look at the depravity of Hunter Biden. Just when you think he can't sink any lower, he does. It's impressive, truly. So we'll have uh, all that coming up in the next hour. You want to weigh in on some of the things we've been talking about? We'd love to hear from you. 866-916-3776. We've already talked about everything from $1,000 electric bills to the ATF to Fig Newtons. Love them or hate them. I hate them. But Dr. Harb loves them, apparently. And he likes to work out every day. He's just like my Mark. Crazy. Is that a compliment? I think it is. I guess yeah, I look, it's I for wish, you. For I you, wish it I, is. I wish I did like a Fig Newton. I just don't. So there's that. I mean, I 
I wish I was shredded like your husband at that. I hope like at that age, but I also know it probably won't happen. Because you don't look like that now. So why would you look like that then? You could though, if you worked at it, you could. I know. <laughs> I'm healthy. I would do anything to be muscular except work out and eat right. Yeah, That's I just, what Steve Martin says. I know, right? <laughs> Coming up, we've got CBS News top of the hour. Thanks for joining us on the Morning Jam. You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA-FM Greta Danville.